You're listening to the AfterBuzz TV Network. Now the largest new media platform on the web and your number one source for after-show entertainment. Very good, Keith. The AfterBuzz Studios in Los Angeles, California. Presented by Maria Menunos and Bing.com and streaming live thanks to Akamai Technologies. This is AfterBuzz TV's Revolution After Show. We'll break down tonight's episode and get you all the latest news and gossip. If you'd like to buzz in on tonight's show, you can buzz us at 424 256 1729. That's 424 424- 256-1729. And now, another post-game wrap-up show for your favorite TV show. It's AfterBuzz TV's Revolution After Show. Welcome, Bing is for doing, and you're watching the Revolution After Show right here on AfterBuzz TV. I'm your host, Megan Thomas. And who are you, sir? <laughs> and I'm your co-host tonight, Larice Shamar. Yes, unfortunately, Brandon London is on a flight and there was hail. So let's hope he gets back here safely. But that's why he's not here with us today. So he's going to miss us talking about episode 18, Clue. Dun, dun, dun. It was actually a real good episode. I it liked was. it. Like, you know what? I noticed that the last few episodes have gotten darker. Yeah. It's not really happy honky-dory. This is... Like it's real. The, the episode is actually starting to get everybody involved in the episode where something is specifically happening to everybody, and you don't really know what's happening until like the end. I like it. Right. So let's start with uh, this episode. We have poor little Nora, who's gotten captured by the Monroe Republic, and Sebastian Monroe. Yeah. Has decided to torture her to get her to tell all the business. But at the same time, he tried to do it in a nice way. He tried to invite her what do you to dinner. Mean? No, that's not nice. That's even more sadistic because you're trying to be nice to the girl. Give her this pretty, nice dress. Which of, the dress was beautiful. But, but still, that's sadistic. But he gave her the option, give me the information and I won't torture you. Like he's like, we're old friends. I got you a nice dinner, nice dress, <laughs> nice it's expensive wine. I know, right? He was just like, hey. At first, I thought he was doing it just to try like to hit on her to like maybe just to get back at like Miles. Like, okay, cool. Like and I have another one of your lady friends that you've been involved with. But then at the same time, it's just like Nora. She wasn't going for it at all. She wasn't because she considers her loyalty to be the most important thing, and she's not going to give them up for anything. Yeah. But. They torture her, and that's enough to break anybody. <laughs> I mean, I guess they didn't want a waterboard, but dunking her head and halfway drowning was. But at the same know. time, she kind of resisted against all that. It was basically the the needle and the, and the uh, poison that they gave her that made her just kind of feel like you know I'm just tired of feeling this way because every time you looked at it, she was just like, man, life is right. Sucks. So finally, she broke. What was like day twenty? Twenty four. Yeah, twenty one, twenty four. She broke. And I was so sad. I was like, you know, here's what I thought, though. I felt like she could have lied a little bit. She could have been like, yes, because technically, Miles, they were in Ashland, Kentucky last week. And then when after the drone strikes happened, they went back to Atlanta. I feel like she could have just lied and been like, they're in Ashland, Kentucky. I mean, but technically they were there. But at the same time, I guess it just depends on the medicine that she was under. You know, it's like, tell the truth medicine, quote unquote. I need that for the kids. I know. But but what would it it have made her not... open her mouth if she was getting ready to lie would have been like up seal it shut no like she could have still told this stuff I think she should have just lied but 
you know, don't tell this information too early because then they're like, you're lying. But at this point, they knew she was broken. Yeah. But I feel like she should have just lied about it. She could have said, you know, Miles is in Ashland. Neville, uh, yes, Neville was a part of the, the rebels, but we lost him on a boat. That one time we left him on a boat. I don't know where he is. He's probably dead. And then she could have said that Rachel left us. But so at the same time, that's, that's a lot to think about. Those are about. not lies. That's None of these are lies. That's a lot to think about. Like, as you can see, like, looking at her perception of everything that's around her, she had, like her vision was blurry. Like, she barely understood what, what was going on around her. So I guess she just felt as if, like, I might as well just tell and all this will be over. Okay, and they're going to kill her. But they didn't kill her. They were going to. And so it's kind of like, well, why give him, if you're going to kill me anyway, I'll give you the wrong information But here. at the same time, like, Monroe, like, he's a killer, but I don't think he would actually kill Noor because he, they are what friends. What do you mean? But at the same time, like, she gave him the information. He stood no, there but he, they, And guess what? Days. They killed her. They were supposed to kill her. Sanborn w- went into the room because he was given the order to put this serum in her and kill her. He did put the serum in her. No, but he put a different serum in there so she wouldn't die. She it would just be sedated. You know and what, then he carried her out. You know what it looked like? It looked like antifreeze. <laughs> <laughs> something like, like interviews. I didn't give her kind of like your shirt today. Uh, well, thank you, very much. <laughs> you know, basically like your shirt. So Sanborn does the nice thing. He yeah. puts he puts Nora in her sedated state into a car and drives it all the way to Atlanta. Yeah, which is he risked his life. And at first, I was really like. Like, hmm, what what do you have up your sleeve that you really her? drove her all the way out here honking your horn with two? Hey, you know, I thought he was the, the traitor the whole entire time. Right. I was just like, it's him, because there's no way he's gonna get her out safely and no one's following him. And then did you notice when they also I mean we'll get to it later, but do you know when they were in uh, Fort Hansen and they were looking for fuel, he goes shh like that to I think Nora. that was an illusion or something. Like I because like even when he, oh. when they kinda like came back to normal vision, it was just like everything was just normal. He just kinda like just walked around. Ah, so you think that was a parent hallucination. A hallucination of the huh. medicine that she it still was been. under. Because it was kinda weird though, cause he was just kinda like she was like, right. what is going on? So maybe that was her hallucination. I don't know, because if it wasn't, then I don't understand what it meant. I thought Except being a traitor. Yeah, I just thought that, you know, Nora herself, like, she she shouldn't have came on the mission. But, you know, just yeah. as persistent as she was, because she felt like, oh, I, I betrayed everybody, so I want to go make things right. It's like everybody want to make things right. They just don't leave it alone. Right. And, you know, and I think... I really do believe Miles w- wanted her to stay, but yeah. he felt he knew sh- how bad she felt because he knows her. So he's like, she feels really bad. I'm just going to let her come on. But I don't think that was smart. Yeah, but at the same time, I just think it's one of those things because she was going to be so persistent and fight Miles on it that he could, no matter what he said, she was going to get on that chopper. Yeah. So they get on the chopper. They decide, I guess before we say that, we'll talk about um, Jason, Neville, and... Yeah. Our lovely Charlie, you know their their romance is budding, it, so we think. Like seriously, it's really starting to grow to be like the only real relationship on the show. Right, it's so cute and beautiful. I, I was it. like, no, it's not. Whatever. So we also <laughs> see him talking to a guy that we we later find out is a guy that's in the Monroe militia. Yeah, and he gives Jason a deal, and he says, you know, go kill Monroe, and you can have whatever you want. And he says, well, I want Charlie's safety. But then he didn't do it. He didn't take the deal. Yeah, which I didn't believe him. I, I still don't believe him. Even though he didn't have the opportunity to kill Miles at that moment for Charlie's safety, but at the same time, I think it's gonna come up again because even like. 
Miles don't trust Jason because of all the wrongful things he's done throughout the you know throughout the whole season. So it's now he's like, why should I trust you? But I thought, but I think this episode was a little redemption for him too because <laughs> he could have shot. Think about it. When Jim and Miles were fighting, he could have shot Miles right then if that was the case, but he didn't. But he but everybody was standing there. So what's the point? He could have shot all of them too. Nah. I don't know. There's something fishy going on there. We'll, we'll, yeah, we'll see course. what happens. So, of course, the crew gets together and they decide to go all the way out to Colorado because, of course, they know that Monroe is going there yeah. to make sure Rachel does not get to the tower and turn the power on. Um, so, on their way there, of course, they run out of fuel. They get out. Everybody needs to go look for fuel. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden, everybody starts dying. There's people that are showing up dead. Yeah. The pilot's dead. Um, one of the officers is dead. Yeah. At this point, who did you think? Who was your number one suspect? Uh, I didn't have anybody. My number one suspect was Jason. Mm, no, I didn't think Jason did. Well, I, say, I think Jason because of the fishiness that went on when he was back in Atlanta talking yeah. to that guy. So, And then on top of that, he just, I don't know, something just didn't work with me. And so I just, I felt like it was Jason. Yeah, I didn't. There's nobody. I, you didn't think Nora. You I, didn't think Sanborn was it? Like, I thought Sanborn, but at the same time, I really did I had no clue because, like, everybody was, like, a suspect. Which is, they did very good this episode, the yeah. whodunit episode, yeah. basically. I mean, they, because at first, I, I will say this, I thought it was Jason. Um, he was probably the last person that I was like, it's him, it's him. Well, the first person I thought it was Sanborn because of, like, well, what was the purpose for you bringing Nora here unless it's a setup or also... Oh, I definitely thought it was a setup. Yeah, and then on top of that, he, you know, when, when Nora had the hallucination, which I thought was real, mm-hmm. and he was like, shh, I was like, oh, this guy's a killer. <laughs> definitely a killer. And yeah. of course, Nora falls and she has, and she's convinced that she's the killer. Yeah. That's that poor baby. She and you it's, know, it's she, a drug. So like, it's like it she shouldn't have came. Like overall, but the the biggest thing about that is that Miles know that Miles know her and he trusted her, knowing that no matter what type of state of mind that you're in, that I trust you. I know you wouldn't do anything like this. Yeah. So I have to figure out like who's who did it. And he believes in her, even though she doesn't believe in herself, because she yeah. really feels like I did it. You know, she remembers killing somebody, but she's like, I don't. I know I killed someone, but I don't remember doing that. That was a great fight scene. It was. <laughs> it was like, she, really she broke out. Ah! Yes, <laughs> she really did. <laughs> she did. So poor Nora thinks that she did it, but I didn't think she did it. I didn't. Nah. I just was like, I just don't see her killing somebody. I don't think she has it in her. I get between the two between Sanborn and Jason, like. If you, when I think about it now, I didn't really have no idea of who I thought did who killed everybody. But between those two, I would have suspected. Did you ever think it was Neville? No. I didn't think it was Neville no. either. Did you ever think it was Charlie? No. Me neither. Charlie's did you ever think it was Jim? No. I did. I will say Jim was the last person that I thought it would be. I don't know. I I mean, it never registered. I never thought about Jim at all. I thought like like now thinking about it, yeah. it had to be even Jason or Sanborn. Like right, it just I mean everything kind of pointed to them. Even Nora, kind of. I mean, everybody was kind of like, "What about Nora?" I, I didn't think it was her, but of course, you know, the cast was trying to say that it was Nora. So, yeah. so here we go. 
every, you know, they're uh, Miles is on on the prowl trying to still figure out who done it. Yeah. And of course, here comes Sam. Um, oh, excuse me. Jason ends up having one more weapon in his pocket when everybody was supposed to put their weapons in a bag. And he's got a bloody knife with fresh blood on it. At that point, I was like, I knew it. Jason's a killer. He's a liar. He's always been a liar. But, it was him. but you know what? That whole scene basically the setup of he's like, Charlie, do you trust me? And he was just wondering, like, you know, I know I've made my, my mistakes before, but like, do you believe me? Do you trust me now? And Charlie still have her doubts. So I just wonder how that's going to affect. Well, I mean, at this point, it's I think they're pretty much done for a minute. I think, you know, they still like each other. But the fact that he he in his <laughs> mind, there was no question that Charlie had his back because you see when everybody started questioning him, he was like, come on, Charlie, tell him like he didn't. He just automatically knew she was going to have his back. And she but was like, well, wait a minute. It's a love affair. So wait a minute. She's like, I yeah. saw you talking to someone. Who did, who did you talk but to? He's a major never. He was just like, hey, I trust everybody. But you know, I re- he really don't put anything past anybody. So, which is right. why even his own son, again, right. it's not like, oh, I'm turning my back on my son. So that's crazy. So, you know, you, you see the bond there that he feels like he's closer to Charlie than he is his own father. Because yeah. he doesn't, he expect when his father was just like, well, it could be you. That doesn't even phase him. But yeah. when Charlie is like, well, wait a minute, you've lied to me before, that really hurts him because he really does care about her. I yeah. mean, in his deal, he said he that he made, he said that he, you know, turned it down, even though it was to save her and make sure she was OK. Yeah, that was deep. I mean, I mean, I guess we can kind of see what the fans think and everything. Everybody, we can go to iTunes and make sure you. Listen to our podcast, rate us, tell us your thought about the show, tell, you, tell us your thought about us hosting the show. Uh, we are on all mobile apps right now, Apple, Android. Um, also with our podcast, they can arrange all your AfterBuzz TV podcasts together. So make sure you kind of go on and rate us so we can get feedback. So each and every single week, we can be better and better just for you. Yes. So, of course, we know now that somebody else is a mole because... Yeah. Miles does, Miles then goes and we find that Sandboard follows him and has the knife and is like, hey, wait a minute. Yeah. This knife has AMD yeah. on it. And what is AMD? Annapolis. Annapolis, Maryland. And the only person that we find out that has been there is Jim. Because he, he mentioned I was just in Annapolis fighting the good fight. Yeah, he like he couldn't even say it because Jim came in and just like killed him because Jim actually followed Miles. And Sanborn. So but you know what? I didn't, at this point, I still was like, oh, Sanborn is trying to set Jim up. I, at this point, I thought I was Sanborn. I was like, there's no way. No, there's at, no way Jim did at it. At that no. point, I didn't know who it was because when he came in and showed Miles a knife, I was just like, oh, what happened? And then when he got shot, I was just like, oh, what happened again? Right. And then, of course, Jim comes out of nowhere, pow, pow. Sanborn's dead. Jim oh, beat Miles up. Oh, my wow. God. Jim beat wow. Miles up. I think Miles is losing it. He's letting his soft side take advantage of his military tactics. This was an epic fight. Yes, it was probably one of the best fight scenes. I don't think, I'm trying to recall if any other fight scenes happened where Miles got his butt beat. No. As I like to say, he got the brakes beat off of him. I don't think. (laughs) I don't think. I'm trying to think. No, this is the worst one. Even when he fought with. 
Sebastian Monroe. Yeah, no, this is the worst one because he was just losing the whole entire time. He was, <laughs> he was just like, his butt he could not, like, no matter what he did to try. But you look at Jim. Jim's a lot younger, a lot stronger guy, and he's been basically physically fighting more than Miles. And the fact that, you know, he has a. He like his position in his fighting. He fight. He's fighting for a reason because yeah. of his wife, and that's the one thing that motivates him. The one yeah. thing, and and you look at the the different lives that they had. Jim left and went into seclusion and had a really good life. Yeah. He's a librarian. He has this beautiful wife yeah. in this picturesque, Stefford-esque type yeah. of town. You know, really nice. And then. Here comes Miles. Miles yet again. <laughs> this is the second time in his life where he's turned everything upside down. Yeah. And so I I mean back then we probably should have seen this guy harbors a lot of ill feelings towards Monroe. I mean excuse me, towards Miles. He said it earlier in this episode he was just like, "Yeah, you know, I don't have nothing to go back to because of you." Before they even got on the chopper and everything. He's, so he was like, "So I'm coming with you." Yeah. So you kind of look at it like he just feels that, like, you know what? His main goal is to make sure the safety of his wife, and he's going to do whatever it takes, as any man should, to make sure his wife is safe. But 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 here's the thing. So when he reveals to when he reveals to Miles that his the reason that he has been the mole, he's been the traitor, is because the the Republic has his wife. Yeah. Why then didn't he do exactly what Miles said, which was we could have went and got her, we could have tried. I think he don't trust Miles. He didn't trust him enough but, to kind of go in to go get his wife because, again, she might end up dying. Even like now, he would never see his wife ever again now. Because he's dead. <laughs> bang, bang. But I, I, I don't know. I just feel like Jim should have, I feel, even though I understand why he did what he did, yeah. Jim should have known you've been with Miles so many times. You know that. And he's, yes, he messed up before when he had the chance to kill Sebastian Monroe, and he did not. Yeah. He's a different person. And you fighting in battle with him now, you can see that he's different. So why then didn't you trust him to help you go find your wife? At least attempt to. It's his own selfish reason. He just felt like, you know what? His main goals is turning Miles into Monroe. And that would basically give him his wife back. And that's probably the only thing he was thinking about. Like, I'm going to turn him into Monroe. And that's how I'm going to get my wife back. And I don't even think he was going to turn him in. He had to kill him. He said, basically, there's some high-priced bounties, you, Sanborn, Neville. Like, you guys, yeah. I'm supposed to kill you. And that's it. So I don't, I don't know what he was thinking. And on top of that, here's a deeper question. If he did end up killing all of them at this, this army base, how would he have gotten out? Would he have, because I guess he does have the, the pendant. He would have just drove a truck out. I don't know. It's a good question. That's what I'm saying. So, I mean, I guess I would have done that if I if he had ended up succeeding killing all these people. He would have just driven away. Like, I'm going to drive from... Going to Colorado. I know. Fort Hanson. All the way. No, back to, I guess, wherever they're keeping his wife. Probably in Philly or something. But at the same time, he had to bring proof and evidence to be like, oh. So, right. He probably would throw the bodies in the back of the truck. It's nasty. That's just... Well, yes. Anyway, that is... You know, I felt really, really bad because here he is. I never want... I just thought Jim was a good guy. And I guess in this show, you can't really... There's not... You can't say anybody's good or bad, ever. He was too quiet. What do you mean? He, like, he just kind of did his part. He he never really said anything, you know? Yeah, which is why you never suspected him, I should say. That's what I'm saying. He was too quiet. You never know what to expect from him. Okay, He was just, like, lay back, observe everything. He was basically being the mole for Monroe, so that's how they know that... Hey, let's send an airborne strike here. Yeah. So he was just that guy. He was just, he was an informant. Yeah. And it's just like, 
this show, like I said, it, you you can never tell who's good or who's bad. And yeah. even when they're doing something bad, they do it for good reasons. Yeah. And when doing something good, they might be doing it for bad reasons. And so everyone, you know, like, for example, Rachel, I can't say that Rachel's a good or bad person. She's just a woman on a mission. Yeah, Rachel have her own purpose now. Yeah, and, like, I want to say she's good, but at the same time, she's not. Because she's, she doesn't care about other people. She really just wants to kill Bass. Yeah. And then I guess you can't really say that... Can you say Miles is good or bad? I think Miles is kind of... Is he, he more good now? He's. I think he's just trying to reverse everything that he has created. So that he it, would be good. To make himself feel better. What about Neville? Is Neville good or bad? I don't know. Because it, did his wife die? No, no, no. His wife is fine. So now it's just like, I think if Miles didn't ever take over Monroe, I think he will basically want to be a leader again. Now he's just kind of playing his part. Because he's all about power, of course. So, I mean, I, I would say he's on the fence, too. Yeah. He's, because at any moment, he could jump ship again. He could go. I mean, I, I don't think that, you know, the Monroe Republic would take him. But well, maybe so he some has other. To go. He can go to Texas. He can go to the Plains Nation. It's hot, out Plains. There. <laughs> <laughs> hot out there. It's hot in Texas. Yes. So, I mean, so he's neither good or bad. What about, let's see. I mean, I would say I, I think essentially that Charlie is good. Yeah. I would say Nora is good. Jim, though, man, never thought he was. It was on the a dark sad side. thing. But but what about Monroe going to Colorado? Yes, exactly. That's... So, of course, we see that. <clears throat> excuse me. Um, Monroe takes a huge army to the tower. Yeah. But here's what's funny: that Randall tries to lie to Monroe and mm-hmm. say that the tower is no big deal, even though Sanborn has already told him that it's a big deal. Yeah. So why do you think Randall lies? I think, like again, it, he want world power at the same time. And like he told Monroe, he was like, hey, there are bigger weapons than just helicopters and everything that you have at your present moment in the tower. And the fact that Sanborn, and getting back to Sanborn, that he told Monroe all this. So in a way, I think he was just kind of like tired of being that bad person. And that's probably why he actually helped save Nora. But but Randall, he just he still wants to be world power because even though Moreau has the military forces, he has the technology and the know how how to use everything in, in Tower Twelve. Yes, and I think that is why. Of course, I, my take on it was that Randall lied because obviously he's not on Bass's side. No. He's just using Bass and his strong military yeah. to achieve whatever his purpose is. And so, of course, he's just trying to build up, I guess, his his reputation with with Bass and with the military so that he can use them. And so I guess he has to rethink his strategy now because, of course, he no longer has. He don't have the upper hand anymore. He doesn't. He doesn't have those cards in his hand because now he had to tell what the tower was, what's there. And in order to not die because he lied, he has to reveal there's a lot more stuff that, you know, would make. Yeah, the little the the little things that the president knew seem like nothing because yeah. the president didn't even know about this stuff. So that's how Randall keeps his life. I, I think now time. Randall's looking at himself as more of an asset. To no, move. he's trying to because before I think he was always an asset, but now he's losing his asset status yeah. and he's like scraping, like because trying I, I, to get back. I always in, thought in, in the beginning, like with Randall, that. He came into the picture to use the forces of Monroe to kind of take over every every land at the Georgia Republic and to make sure that 
that at one point in time, that once they get the power back on, that he's going to basically pull his Trump card and basically take over Monroe and have everybody work for him. That he had a bigger plan versus, like, oh, I can just help you get power so you can kind of take over the Atlanta Republic and, you know, help you, like, take over the any, Georgia Federation. The Georgia Federation. Yeah. I said Atlanta Republic. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Georgia Federation, um, even in Texas, I can make you, like, almost like the president. Of the U.S., of pretty the US, much. With power. But his thing is that he just want he want the bigger thing, and that big and the, the biggest thing is is that being able to have access to tools, machinery, technology other than power, other than automobiles, other than airplanes, other than guns. Yeah, and so I, I guess against his better judgment, because he says because Randall says that that he's needed in order to get access to the tower. Yeah, excuse me. And so, of course, we see that that Sebastian Monroe, yet again, spares his life and puts him in shackles. Now he's a prisoner. He's no longer a free member of yeah. the militia. He's a prisoner now. And when he tries to get access, they, they fly to Colorado, set up camp. He tries to get access to the tower. Now, here's the crazy part. Because in my mind, even though in the, the few episodes ago, we found out that Tower 12 was below yeah. Wasn't above. We always think when you say tower, towers are tall, right? Yeah. So I still in my head thought the tower was tall. Because this, this is the first time that we actually see what the tower looks like. The tower is an opening. Outside. Yeah, <laughs> that goes, what, a mile and a half deep, yeah. which is what Randall says. So now it's just kind of like, oh, I didn't realize we're going down. That okay. There's really nothing that's above ground. So that was one observation that I noticed. All you can see is the, the garage, yeah. the entrance. And... Randall doesn't, he's typing his password and it's denied. Yeah, they kind of like locked him out. How do you, so what do you think happened? I, I have my theories, but what do you think happened? I just think that, you, remember they had the explosion a couple weeks ago and when the guy was trying to go to the bottom level in the elevator and he got stuck? You think it was an explosion? No, when he got stuck in the elevator, yeah. I think she just changed the access code. I think, yes, because Grace is smart like yeah. that. Shout out to Maria Howell, who we had as a calling guest a few weeks ago. Um, but, yeah, I think that's what I think is because she no longer has a somebody watching over her and making her do anything. She basically has free reign of the tower yeah. once um, the guard is dead. So I think she changed the access codes and she probably invited some of her scientists. <laughs> engineer friends that also might have had pendants yeah. say, hey, come on, guys, come and help me. Because if you see, as as Randall is trying to type in his code, they're on camera. Yes. And you see all these people that are watching. That was interesting to see. I was like, who are these people? Right. Who do you think they are? I don't, like, again, more scientists, more probably more of Grace friends who's able to kind of, like, work on everything that's, that's down in Tower 12. And basically to get the power back on. What is in? I'm really like, what is in Tower Twelve? Technology. I mean, not, excuse me, not to, Floor Twelve. The floor, the twelfth floor. Technology. Is, Advanced technology. Like what kind? Like secrets. Okay, the, duh. Even the president did not know. But I'm saying what because that what what could have been down there that killed the guard that one a few episodes ago. That's interesting. It could be those people. Oh, it could have been those people. Could be those people. Wow, I never thought about that. You they know, could have already been there. I keep thinking sometimes. Sometimes, okay, yes. Okay. okay, so then we also see what our friends Rachel and Aaron are up to. Yes. And of course, Rachel is now like she's her mission. This is 
her the fulfillment of her mission. She yeah. says that she sees Monroe. She's there to kill him. This is where I die. These, I'm not going to exist anymore. I have to get revenge for him killing my son, killing my husband. And Aaron, you are now going to be by yourself. You're responsible. I got you this far. I think, <laughs> like, her mindset right now is such such a bad mindset because Aaron needs her. No, he, he doesn't. Yes, he does. He thinks he does. No, I think he needs her. I mean, but at this point, they're at the tower. They're here. He still needs her. For what? For protection? Confidence. Well, if you don't have confidence by now, they've trekked all the way across the U.S. Yeah. At this point, if you don't have any confidence, you might as well just kill yourself because that's that's they've been through too much. And yes, Aaron is a weakling. I mean, but at the same time, you look at like I mean Rachel and her expertise because you know she do she does know what's going on at the tower, and you know even when Aaron with his expertise and she keep telling him like here's the book, she keep giving him clues, letting him know that you know. I'm not going to be with you always. But at the same time, like, she can't just kill off herself because she, she's such a valuable asset to the show. She can't just kill off herself. She can't do a suicide mission just like, oh, I'm just going to Why not? Because like, I think she has more value on the show. I, think, I mean, like, I think so. I, I, don't, I don't know what's going to happen, but I, I think what she's this is now the fulfillment of what she set out to do. She didn't come to turn the lights on she came i mean even though that's what she wants to happen but she knows now that aaron is capable of doing that what's gonna happen when she died the chip in her in her leg that they reprogrammed it's gonna still it's gonna still be there that could be like a useful like technology why do you need that when you're at the tower where you can turn on everything that has electricity that chip that's important okay well either way (laughs) there's also what you call it the Remember Jane Warren's wife has yeah. a chip to keep her cancer away. Yeah, she did. So there's a chip somewhere in the world, the little the little blinking pill somewhere else <laughs> in the world. Um but the thing I like about this is that finally Rachel Rachel has been through it. She's been through it emotionally, she's yeah. been through it physically. She had a broken leg. She has, you know, she's just been through it. So now she's at the point of no return for her. And Aaron is still trying to convince her, like, you know, you don't have to do this. Question. Do you think she's going to die? Do I think she's going to die? I don't think she's going to be successful with killing Sebastian Monroe. With that grenade. I, but she might She might be successful in killing herself. I will no. say that. No. I think she might die. I think she might actually die. Because at this point, what is she needed for? They're at the tower. Aaron's there. Grace is there. Charlie. But Charlie's with her dad, and she has a new boyfriend, which right now is not really her boyfriend because he kind of dissed her when they got on the the helicopter, which I thought, hold on, let's go back to that for a second. When she apologized to him, and he kind of was like, it's no big deal. I mean, I don't blame him. I would have did the same thing, too. I would have been like, yeah, whatever. But how can he be mad at her when she's telling the truth? But at the same time, you could have stuck up for me. Like whatever, but he. But look, it's too fresh. He needs to forgive her no. for what she did. No, no, and she needs to forgive him for all the stuff he did in the past. They need to have a real conversation about no, that. No, because like if it was reverse, she wouldn't have forgave him that easily. Okay, so I w- I'll say yes. You know, when would when you, you mess up in a relationship, it takes time. Would you so, forgive him that easy? Not that easily. Okay, no. thanks. Exactly. But she he may not forgive her at all. He did the right thing. Get off of me. Whatever. I know, me. But here she goes. I was like, oh, she's gonna have a lonely helicopter ride by herself. <laughs> like she was to go sit in the back. Like oh, that's right. You get in the back. <laughs> Can't be sitting up here with me. Yes. So going back to um, Aaron and Rachel. Yeah. Rachel is just. 
she's gung ho. She gets a militia. Oh my uniform. god! Where did she get that from? You know, she, she oh, killed oh, the him? guy that she killed. She killed him with the belt. She like strangled him and snapped his neck. I was you like, know you know how what? Strong you have to be to do that. I mean, not really. No, you do. I mean, he because that was a a grown man. That was a grown. He was, ca- he was caught off guard. But it doesn't matter. He's a strong man. He he tried to do the elbow to her and he couldn't get her. Rachel is on some adrenaline rush right now. She just did. She's on a cool. mission. Like, like really, Rachel's mindset right now that she really just want to kill Monroe and she would do anything to kill Monroe. But at the same time, I just think it's foolish. Why? Because, like, she shouldn't, like, die this way. I think it's foolish because she's going to be needed. I feel like she's going to be needed more than helping Aaron get to the tower. Well, yeah, she doesn't seem to think so at this point. She just wants to kill the man who killed her family. Because you look at it, it's her and Randall who actually knows what's in the tower. Well, no, not necessarily. Grace now knows. I mean, Grace knows, but at the same time, who else knows? Randall, that we've seen on the show. Okay, but we also, we can't discount the fact that Aaron has the book that has everything in it. Yeah, that's true, too, but... So, I mean, in essence, he knows, and he has the programming background to... Uh, do whatever it is needed when he gets to the tower. I still think Rachel's needed. She's not going to die. I don't I don't know. I, I have to argue. I I can understand if they kill her off, I can see why. Because at this point... It's just like I thought Nora wasn't going to die. I didn't think Nora was going to die. Exactly. Okay. Rachel's a star. She is a star. So I hope she makes it through. But then if she makes it through, that probably means she that when she went into the camp and just... Easily walked into. I know, right? <laughs> oh, by the way, when she was walking into Bass's tent, did you notice there was like a couple of guys that were on the militia that were behind her, and one kind of looked like he looked like he saw her, and I thought for a second that the, that her cover had been blown and they were going to be like, "Hey, intruder!" Did you see that? Did you notice that? No, but at, at the same time, it's like this: like, how did? People know what she looked like, but at the same time, they really don't know what she looked like. Well, I mean, for a second there, I thought somebody had noticed her, and I was like, oh, this guy, those guys behind her are coming, but it <laughs> didn't happen. So she just walks in easily. And this is what I can't stand, and I know that writers have to do this for the suspense. Yeah. But why, why, Rachel, would you walk into the tent and say, hello, Bass? <laughs> I, <laughs> like why did she just go? That was a sexy voice. Like no, she had but, to get their attention. But you why? Know, why do you want to get somebody's attention that you're really trying to kill? In a real life situation, she would not have done that. Because no, yes, she would. Because no, you want to let them know that you know what? I'm the last face that you're going to see. I'm not just going to throw no. a grenade in there. I want to let you know that you know. If I, I don't kill care. You, you're dead. You're, you're dead. Face. You're going to know who killed you. But, you're dead. Fine. But at the same time, the funny thing is that his soldier going to pull a gun to a grenade fight. You're not going to win. Right. And so, and I'm just like, why is this so long? Of course, she's like, hello, Bess. And then here, her, here, one of his soldiers is like holding the gun to her. I'm like, yo, just do it already, please. And it's like, they're like backing up. up as she's like walking closer. You ever had, you ever been in a situation like you really do not want to be bothered by somebody and they keep like walking closer, you keep like stepping back. It's just like, right. man, I'm running out of space. Right. Be very careful. Be very cautious. And she flips that, the top of that grenade off. So what? How does the grenade? How does a grenade work? Like if you hold uh, you it, pull even the if you pull the pin and you, when you like, long as you have the clip handle closed, okay, it doesn't go off. But as soon as you like release it, so hold on. When she flicked the top, was that releasing or is she still holding on? It's kind of weird though is because that- like she pulled the pin and then she flipped the top too. So I don't know. It's kind of weird. I've never seen grenades like that. Normally you pull the pin, let go the latch, and 
I don't know about these, these weapons. If you know, <laughs> if you understand what's going on, please please put that in our comment section on iTunes and on YouTube and let us know oh, what's going on grenade. with this grenade. It's like 1,900 yeah. <laughs> grenades. Like, it's yeah, I, don't, I didn't know how that worked. So yeah. hopefully I will say, and in, in, I will say that she does die. That's what I'm going to say. I guess that's, that's your prediction. I guess, yeah, it's my prediction. What about yours? I don't think she's going to die. She's a star in my eyes. <sighs> I don't know. <laughs> I'm really worried about this. Okay, so let's go ahead and get into some news and gossip. After Buzz TV News. So we found out that Revolution is, for the new season is moving to Wednesdays at 7 p.m. Wow. We're no longer on Mondays, I'm, I'm, um, along with some other things that are being lined up. So... Now, you know, Revolution is filmed in North Carolina. Guess what? They're not filming season two in North Carolina. They're moving it to Texas, Austin, Texas, to be exact. Yes. And one of the writers actually said that um, as the show's characters move across the country, they felt it was necessary to also move locations to make it more true to where they're at. And I guess that makes sense. But now here's the crazy part. They're all in Colorado, so why have a new set in Colorado? Like, why have a new, why move the entire production to Austin, Texas? But at the same time, you know, we have two more episodes left. Yes. So we have to kind of see where the season finale ends. Oh, true. But at the same time, you have to look at, like, I think the um, the Georgia, Georgia Federation, they're probably not going to be that much involved anymore because they already kind of discovered that. And it's going to basically be Monroe and Texas. So I wonder, yeah. So I wonder if now we haven't seen anybody from the uh, the Texas Federation yet. Yeah. So I think now, I mean, I would kind of say since they're moving to Austin, Texas, I would, I, I'll put it out there and say that I think that they're going to have some scenes from the Texas Federation in the second season. I think they probably have a lot of scenes uh, from the Texas Federation where it's really going to be involved with the Monroe Republic and the Texas Federation now. They're fighting because, like, the Georgia, like, in Georgia, they have nothing now. I mean, not necessarily. Not necessarily. I don't think Georgia's going to be a big part of the second season. Well, I don't know, because Neville's in there, and he's still part of the Georgia Federation. He's going to move. Like, he's, trying, <laughs> he's, he's probably going to jump ship again and go to he's Texas. Going, he's going to Colorado um, with Miles. So I he, know, but he's still a part. He's going as a representative of President Foster and the Georgia Federation. I think he's just he's just going wherever he can fit in right now because he got kicked out of Monroe Republic. So he's just kind of feeling that, okay, if I can go here, let me see. What's what can he, I be He'll probably, at? you know, he'll probably jump ship and go to Texas. I don't think they're going to welcome in Texas. We'll see. And also on top of that, Revolution um, did very well this week. It's actually up by 5%, um, but it's still number two in its time slot. So keep watching Revolution. It's doing very well, um, but it's not number one. Still behind Castle. But that's okay, because we're going to make sure that Revolution gets to that number one spot. Yeah. Um, And so let's do some predictions. How about that? And now... After Buzz TV. Ladies first, or? Um, I said earlier that I thought Rachel would die. Um, I will say for. I will say for. Charlie and Jason that <clears throat> they're still not together in this next episode. But I think they will get like back together for real in the final episode, which is in two weeks. I think over the next two weeks that. Well, I think next week, like Miles and. Um, they're going to actually go to the tower. They're going to get into the tower, and they're going to have that advantage over the Monroe Federation. 
the Monroe Republic. And what I don't think advantage that they're gonna have the advantage of the devices that's in the tower. Because we'll see. I think there's gonna be an epic fight in this tower. But it like, but you look at it that Miles, they only have like four people to fight. <laughs> I mean, true, but we also don't know how many people are already in the tower. Well, we, I want to know who's in the tower. That's first. what I'm saying. I want to know who's so. in there, and I do want to say something. What happened to the mention of <laughs> Sebastian's son? They haven't talked about that since that bomb was dropped. Hey, he's obsolete. He's no longer a fat guy. No, he's, he's got to be. So I'm still waiting. I, every week, I'm waiting <laughs> for no them to talk about show. his son that is somewhere out in the world. And I keep looking at characters like, could that be his son? Are they going to say that's his son? I mean, it'll be interesting to see who, who his son is, but I think he's, he's, he probably won't come this season. Okay, well... Second season, then. All right, where can they find you, Larice Shamar? Uh, you can find me at Larice Shamar on Twitter, Facebook, uh, truepeoplesmedia.com, and Instagram at truepeoples. And you can always find me on all of your social networks like Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, at Meg Scoop, like scoop of ice cream. Until next week. From Bing.com, executive producers Maria Manunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later! The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.